Um, and the study we're going to talk about today is the Global Business Ethics Survey, which is really the only study of its kind in our industry. It's a longitudinal cross-sectional study if there are stats fans in the, in the crowd. Um, but it is meant to be a global look at the state of ethics in workplaces around the world. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series sponsored by the Ethics and Compliance Initiative, or ECI, on the 2021 Global Business Ethics Survey. In this five-part series, I'm joined by Dr. Pat Harned, president of ECI. Since 1994, ECI has conducted the only cross-sectional study of workplace conduct from the employee's perspective. ECI's Global Business and Ethics Survey provides the only global benchmark on the state of ethics compliance in business. This year's GBES is the first compliance-related survey conducted after the global pandemic hit. Over this series, we will review the key findings, how retaliation against whistleblowers is taking an alarming term, the impact on COVID-19 on compliance, and we conclude with conclusions and recommendations. In this part four, we take a look at COVID-19 and its impact on compliance. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again with Pat Harned, the president of ECI. And we're continuing our exploration of the 2021 ECI Global Business Ethics Survey. Pat, first of all, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Tom. Good to be here again. Uh, Pat, uh, a couple of things about the survey I thought made it unique. Uh, first of all, uh, it was designed to, I'm not quite sure when it was designed to go out for survey uh, questions to be responded to, but you indicated in a prior podcast, you held off a little bit so that you could get some pretty solid COVID-19 related data. And you were, you and ECI are the first in the compliance space to have that information. So I really wanted to devote an episode to the impact of COVID-19 on the ethics and compliance community and ask you to start with, what did the numbers show you? Well, you're right, Tom. One of the things that um, was unique about this this implementation of GBES was that um, we did it at a time when there was just huge transition and disruption happening all around the world. And if you were doing a survey as a one hit wonder kind of survey, you would come out with results and wonder what any of them mean simply because you don't have any other context to compare it to. But because we've been doing this this study for so long, it was really very helpful to be able to say, how are people experiencing changes and and to what extent are they seeing shifts in some of the big metrics we've measured over the years? Um, and so so a couple things have stood out to us about how people answered about COVID-19 and its impact in their workplace. The first thing is that a significant number of people, 44% of employees said that they feel more work-related pressure at this time. Um, and we can talk more about what that those types of pressure actually looked like. But we also um, learned that 57% of employees said that they've seen different interact had in different interactions uh, with their coworkers, with their supervisors, with basically in the culture of their organization because of the remote environment. 
Um, we've seen very significant changes in people's work status, but also just the types of transitions that over the years in this research we have seen to be drivers of increases in misconduct and weakening in culture of their organization. Um, so, so I think our big takeaway when it came to looking at um, the impact of, of COVID on people, I mean, we all are personally experiencing more pressure, more stress, but we're certainly seeing that it affects the way people are thinking about their connection to others, their connection to the culture, the pressure they're feeling. When I originally read uh, the title and started to read this section, uh, when I thought of pressure, I thought it was pressure to, to keep your job. But uh, I don't want to say it's more invidious than that, but you were able to break out several different forms of pressure. So I was wondering if you could go through the list that uh, you guys reported on. Sure. And if you are a fan of the GBES research over the years, you know that we look at pressure, but the way we normally define it is, do you feel pressure to cut corners in order to do your job? And I know we talked about that in a previous podcast, but because of COVID, um, we asked a number of questions about pressure more broadly defined. And so about 49% of people said they feel pressure to meet performance goals um, during this COVID time. 49% of people feel pressure to always be available to their employer. 46% um, of people feel pressure to show their contributions, to show that they're adding value in their workplace. 42% um, of people feel pressure related to their job security which, as we know, during economic downturns, a lot of people feel pressure. That's actually when pressure to cut corners tends to rise. Um, but 42% of people are worried, am I going to have a job by the time this, this pandemic is over? Um, similar numbers feel pressure to minimize costs or generate more revenue. 39% um, of people feel pressure to satisfy the expectations of people who support or invest in their organization, um, which is an unusual metric for us to ask about, look, thinking about investors and outside people, people who are providing financial support to the organization. Um, and then just a couple others, about 38% of people said they feel pressure to save the jobs of others in their organization. Um, and then similar percentages, 36 and 35, pressures to be in a work environment where you're in the same physical space as other colleagues, um, and then pressure to work more hours. So the range of pressure really runs from the highest is I want to meet my performance goals. I feel like I need to be present and available, adding value, but but still there are equal, you know, fairly similar amounts of pressure to just be connected, to be at, to be working more. As I think I mentioned in our introductory episode, episode one, the one of the biggest takeaways for me from the 2021 GBES was not this was brought on by COVID, that it was brought on by change. And that that is something that I had probably not assessed as a risk. I didn't have it really on a, a risk management scheme or platform, and it's not something that I advise people. You need to have change on your risk register. Uh, my views on that have changed now because of this report. So I was wondering, though, if you could talk about the organizational changes brought on by COVID-19, but recognizing 
Uh, at the end of the day, it's it's a change, a big change. But do we need to re- maybe rethink the way we're framing some of these questions because it's so stark this year? I think you've captured it very well, Tom. I mean, certainly there are lots of things that COVID-19 has affected. But when when you look at workplace ethics, it has brought on significant organizational change. And, and we have seen in this research over the years that there are certain types of organizational shifts that have a direct effect on people's pressure to compromise standards, on levels of misconduct. It stands out significantly here in during the COVID environment. And it's partially because more people are experiencing these kinds of changes. But so just to take a step back, when we, we talk about organizational change, we talk about things like um, changes in your work status, changes in your in the, the interactions, reductions of hours. We talk about changes in leadership, downsizing, mergers, acquisitions, um, significant changes that a lot of business leaders, I mean, arguably a lot of organizations right now are undertaking. But when we look at it in terms of its effect on some of the behavioral metrics that we want to be, see improving, there are some stark differences. So just, just to throw out a couple of examples, we've talked a lot in this series about the alarming levels of pressure that people are feeling to cut corners when employees were working in organizations that had not really dramatically changed in terms of leadership, work status, reduction in hours, changes in pay, 17% of people felt pressure to compromise standards. But even if one of those things changes, change in your work status, hours, all of those things, 43% of people feel pressure to cut corners. Um, Similarly, if there's just one element of change in an organization, 86% of people who observe wrongdoing and reported it experienced retaliation for having done so. Um, And I know I'm throwing out a lot of numbers, but the basic point is um, probably the biggest thing that came out of our exploring the effect of COVID on employees is that a lot of people said that they have had massive change at ranging from the way they interact with others to changes in their actual work status. And we saw shifts in the way they answer about ethics in their workplace. One of the most prescient phrases I heard uh, in the last year around COVID was, we used to talk about disaster recovery. Then we talked about business continuity. Now we have to talk about business as usual. and. That phrase really resonated with me. But when I read this report and you talked about organizational changes in the context of COVID-19 and even some of the things we've seen since January 1, uh, it really drove home to me that if we're going to have this as a new normal of business as usual, we have to be prepared for the pressures that come from organizational change that we as a compliance and ethics discipline need to incorporate that in into what we do for it, what what we assess, how we monitor it, and how we in, integrate it into our compliance program. And am I completely in left field here, or is, is that what the numbers are showing you? But that that is what the numbers are showing. So we we see with every kind of transition that happens, and there are many, 
that all of the numbers shift unusually in negative ways. And I think that as we think about where are we going in terms of workplaces from where we are right now in this COVID environment, we have a whole lot ahead in terms of more changes that we'll be imposing on the workplace. And I think to so far, when we've talked about the impact of COVID on employees, we talk about things like having to adjust to working from home and for folks who are parents, time management and being able to be teachers at home as well as working for their employers. But as we move forward and go back to business as usual, we would expect that there will be further transitions that happen. And, and the thing, the takeaway from this research is every step along the way, every change that an organization makes to the way their employees are working adds pressure on them. Um, it changes the way they interact with others in the workplace and the way they perceive their culture. And it also sadly affects their willingness to report wrongdoing and the extent to which they're experiencing retaliation for it or, or are afraid of it. Well, Pat, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I hope our listeners will join us for our fifth and final episode where we take a look at some conclusions and perhaps recommendations for the compliance professional. I look forward to continuing the conversation. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of this special five-part podcast series on the Ethics and Compliance Initiatives 2021 Global Business Ethics Survey. We've linked to the survey in the show notes as well as the ECI website. So download the survey and take a look at the website. You can also contact Dr. Pat Harned through the website. This special five-part podcast series has been a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Please join us tomorrow for our concluding episode, episode five on conclusions and recommendations in the 2021 GBES. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.